0: we listen to words uh, very differently according to us we have been conditioned from from birth, right? So uh, whenever someone s- speaks any sentence with a bunch of words in it, we always uh, understand a certain meaning that has been conditioned to us from each and single every word, you know? So when I was in calls with Amit for the first time, and when he used to speak things like "let go of the past" and, and you know similar stuff, uh, I was really confused. I, I I took the meaning my way. I listened to these words my way, the way I was conditioning the condition of listening to it. And then I was in a conundrum. I was like thinking that how can you let go of your past? You know, the past has taught you so much uh, already. Your education, you how to pick a bad fruit from a good fruit, how to um, why not to put your hand on a hot tawa because it burns and uh, there are so many things that you learn from the past so if Amit is saying that let go of the past live in the present how how, how can that even be possible because we are all that are made from the past but then I uh, I decided that I will listen to these words differently Uh, so from the next uh, calls I started to hear absolutely every word that Amit spoke in a sentence And then I dissected the sentence into these words. I, I decided that let's not listen to this word as I am listening to it. Let's, let's pick a different meaning to it. Let's pick something else and let's choose this path and let's see where this uh, path takes us to. And then I discovered that I can listen differently if I train myself to let go of the meanings that I have put for words through my past. And I guess that was my first step of actually letting go and uh, that was when I started observing things anew. Then I discovered that this way that I am doing is actually another way of letting go of all the perceptions and doing exactly what Amit was telling me to do on the first call which is letting go of everything and rediscovering the data as is without putting any perceptions and then i started to understand what um, amit is really saying and he chooses his words very carefully so uh, a sentence that he speaks uh, those words you have to really notice you have to dissect and you have to let go of your perceptions and your understanding of the words because words can have different meanings as well so yeah that's that that helped me a lot in understanding awareness overall observing things from the data first so that that's it you guys there yeah Sam like that's it's very like point and take and I think they could so I, I had this, I had this massive problem, I had this massive problem. I used to listen to every word my way, and you know what? Uh, I, it's, 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 sometimes people actually tell it to you, but then you choose what to remember and what not to. Right? So I, I do remember that um, people do used to tell me that uh, you are a selective um, listener, and that what that's what makes. Um, the uh, argument that you are stubborn quite true because it's it's not just about sticking to what you believe but it's about selective listening as well so i don't know if it if it is one of your obstacles then um, uh, this is one of the solutions that i found out out of my own experiences i i was a stubborn listener <laughs> yeah definitely and like I I feel like even I
1: like bring my own thoughts and like clutter ideas into like what other like what I, I read things into the words that other people say. So I guess that is
0: like… Because I, trust me on this, once you understand and uh, start to observe things differently, you will understand that um, these past calls when you were saying that it's very difficult to let go, it's very difficult to let go, you will actually discover it's the easiest thing in the world and you cannot describe it to anyone because that person will always come to you and say it's very difficult to let it go. So it's, um, you you get it when you get it, basically. Fair enough, that
1: makes sense.
0: Understanding that probably is, uh, was very helpful to me in many ways. So like, The the thing that Samit is doing on these calls, um, you know, it's uh, different from just uh, preaching. It's um, it's just helping us understand that um, in our own professions, uh, regardless of the past and our assumptions of what we are, um, this letting go can actually help us grow in whatever aspect that we choose to use it it'll just and soon enough it just starts happening automatically so you, you don't have a um, actually you do, shouldn't have any control on it so you you understand that you don't actually have any control on it it's just happening automatically just like a stream that's that's flowing already so it's always flowing so it's up to you to see it otherwise Hmm. yeah right
1: like right. and up to me where see it's like this you know ah. you ah, that notion of you so if you who is that sphere who is seeing if you see that sphere what happens that notion of me isn't it a notion first of all what is the meaning of notion
0: Hmm.
1: What does notion mean, you know? It is just a notion. It is not even real, you know? It's just a notion of me. That's the thing. So, you realize that. Finished. does that help because otherwise before you noticed it that notion notice notion you see before noticing there was no notion hmm? Hmm. so what cre- created the notion
0: the act of noticing
1: isn't it hmm what is the use of such noticing if it creates notions? Isn't it causing the problem? Heisenberg's uncertainty principle is what? It says you cannot know something because with the very act of trying to know it changes it. Hmm. So the, the very knowing is causing the problem, isn't it? The knowing is creating the, the confusion. Because what is knowing? Knowledge of something is it only is it not just partial knowledge can you know see for knowing to be actual knowing you have to know everything without knowing absolutely everything what you know is partial and meaningless hmm? Hmm. So that's the nature of knowledge No, we're talking about basics now why we are in the data science and all these businesses I mean right so it's not some complicated thing. I'm not saying some, you know, obscure stuff. I'm saying basically to say, you know, you must know everything. Otherwise that knowledge is only an idea, a notion. Hmm? That's why we like to store in notion. No, We like the word, that notion. Word. We like it. We like to capture our ideas. What are we capturing other than our own ideas? Are you capturing somebody else's idea? No. Is your idea anywhere else? No. Therefore, it's only your own idea called imagination or thought or whatever. Because if it was real, everybody would know it, no? Right. Right. So only something which everybody can know can be considered real. Something that only you know definitely is not real, correct? Hmm. Hmm. Then what is it now? Such a thing that everybody knows and agrees on.
0: Like they exist. Like that's what everybody would agree
1: hmm. They would agree that the I is real. I exist. I am is real. Hmm. But if I say what are you, they will give you dif- 20 different answers. You know, if I say hmm. what is the mango, they will say 20 different answers also, even if they eat it. Hmm. So, what is this we are saying now? We are saying that in description. And in agreement, you will never find any solution. Hmm. But in the I am, what is there to discuss? Isn't it obvious that I am?
0: Not only that, it's not something you can discuss, right? If like you have to assume it or accept.
1: It. No, no, any description is not the hmm. actual thing. The actual thing is already there. I am finished. I don't need to express it. Right. Hmm. I know it, you see. That's the difference between knowing and being. And hmm the so-called knowledge of knowledge that knowing is already there being where do I need to say it I don't need it as knowledge because it is already the being right. because I am the being is known hmm. and the I am is known as the being also and is experienced as me and as hmm. the being of me the very my own presence I am experiencing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Can I experience anybody else's presence? No. No. So, in the whole universe, you've only experienced your own presence. Is it not? Mm. Isn't it the same situation like a dream? Mm. Okay. So, we are very being very specific and literal, you know? Without giving any other meanings to these words, just look at the experience, isn't it what I'm saying?
0: Yes, it's basically the same.
1: So once you realize that, the rest of the knowledge that says it is not the same, where is that coming from?
0: External. You just come up with it.
1: Right? You, just, you just come up with it. So that illusion is what is called as illusion, optical illusion. It's not that it is somebody giving it to you. The very act of seeing creates the illusion, you know. Because the act of seeing creates the seer, the me, the notional seer who is not there. So this can be discovered what is there in that is this knowledge uh, you know you can, can you even call it knowledge it is just experience isn't it right I and mean, yeah
0: it can only be experience even if someone tells you it doesn't
1: mean it yeah so i'm knowledge. talking about experience only no
0: hmm.
1: we okay. can see it Anybody can experience it they are experiencing it they just choose hmm. not to see it Like any other knowledge all knowledge is just a point of view so you don't see the other side of it or you don't see the rest of it or you don't see the totality of it you don't see all of it so you're all in partial knowledge and any partial knowledge regardless of which knowledge is foolish in any case this knowledge that we're discussing only appears in the waking state and it disappears in the sleep state and the you know other states and if it was real it cannot disappear is it not? Okay, we discussed the real already. It has to not disappear. I mean that is what is called as real, you right. know. It has to be there by everybody and it should not disappear. It has to be there all the time. It can hmm. never come into existence because there was never a time when it was not in existence. You see? That means we're talking about something we can call eternal. It was never not in existence. It was always. It was eternal. It is eternal, you know? It is always. So such a thing exists in all states whether it is a dream state or a waking state or in sleep state it's not dependent upon any other object or any other perception it doesn't require perception because it is all there is and perception is the very problem which arises when one the notional sees something that's all where is the who will all meditate now Sam will
0: tell you who will meditate. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you. Uh, so when I used I, my notion of meditation, uh, according to all these uh, fundas by babas and everything, was sit in one piece, calm your mind, listen to sounds, and uh, you know, om and everything. But uh, that's still you observing things. Uh, You can trace a sound to a train but you cannot treat sound as just sound in the atmosphere until you actually let go of yourself. And you are the observer that is observing everything including the observer observing. And it's a uh i don't know how to explain it it's happening as we speak you don't need to be sitting in that particular position with that um some ambient music on or something it doesn't require that um it just occurs when you are thinking it's just occurs so i guess meditation doesn't have any norm that you have to sit in one place or maybe that helps with the focus um, if if whatever whatever floats your boat Uh, but it's already happening people who say that so there are people who say right that um, I am very stressed right now and I need to meditate and uh, I meditate every morning for like 45 minutes and everything and so what is the point of that meditation if you are going to uh, treat your life your day as two different things one is the meditative one and one is the normal one where you cannot function properly where all you can do is just build up stress so i believe that the the the, the fact that we differentiate uh, we create a notion that meditation is what is awareness and escaping from the meditation is what is the dream. But in fact everything is itself meditation. You are in the meditative phase every time. there's no need to complicate your life at any point of time because there is no difference. The difference is just in our heads that the point that I get up from this meditation is when I have to flood the thoughts back again in my mind, confuse the shit out of me, um add all these uh, perceptions and add the past and um then i feel so tired that then i need the i feel the need to to sit back to meditate again it's like um, my phone battery has run down but in fact your your phone battery itself doesn't exist you are always on full charge and that's my take on it I
1: mean, Incredibly place. well said, I think. That's really all there is to it. Anirudh, what do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely a lot to
1: consider
0: and you've also made me more wary about like, thinking itself. So it's um yeah, it's it's quite simple actually. It's um, but you just have to, you know, um Understand what you're doing. You you um, cannot let yourself um, come in the way of yourself. You know, so it's pointless and after a point of time. You'll realize it.